there's no act of worship which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated to his slaves except for a profound and magnificent wisdom known to those who know of it and unknown to those who don't and in cases when we don't know the wisdom behind an act of worship this does not constitute a proof that there is no wisdom regarding it but it is a proof to the contrary of our limited capacity of comprehending the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Isra 1785 وَمَا أُوْتِيْتُمْ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا and of knowledge you mankind have been given only a little. Allah legislated the worship and regulated the transactions as test from him testing his slaves in order to distinguish those who worship him from those who worship their desires so anyone who accepted these legislations and these regulations with an open chest and tranquil soul then he is a worshipper of the one who legislated them pleased with them accepting them putting ahead <coughs> the obedience to his Lord <coughs> over the hawa of his nafs, the desire of his self. And anyone who does not accept from the war acts of worship, nor he follows from the regulations except that which fits what he likes then he is a worshipper of his desire. Discontent with the Sharia of his Lord. Making his Hawa desires followed and intends that the Sharia of Allah follow his inclinations despite his <coughs> defect in knowledge and little wisdom he has. For Allah Ta'ala in this respect, <coughs> in Surah Al-Mu'minun, 23, And if the truth had been in accordance with their desires, Verily the heavens and the earth and whosoever in their inn would have been corrupted. Nay, we have brought them their reminder, but they turn away from their reminder. And it is from the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he made the acts of worship diversified in order to bring forth acceptance and content 
and to distinguish those who believed. Why? Because from people they are there, there are those who <coughs> may <coughs> accept a kind of worship and hold to it, but dissatisfied with another kind and becomes negligent regarding it. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made from the worship, from the acts of worship, that which is related to the body action, like a salah, and from that which is related to giving wealth, which is beloved to the self, and this is zakah, charity. And he made that which is related to body action and spending of wealth together, like al-hajj and al-jihad. And he also made from the acts of worship that which is related to holding the self from that which is beloved to it and that which it desires and this is fasting so if the slave of Allah performs these acts of worship these diverse acts of worship and perfects them on the required matter without dissatisfaction or negligence and he exerts the effort and spends that which is beloved and withholds himself from what it desires all to his Lord doing this complying to his command pleased with his Sharia then this is evidence for his perfect Ubudiyya for his perfect worship and perfect yielding and love to Allah and magnification of him and in this case the Ubudiyya the attribute and quality of Ubudiyya to Allah is extracted from him and manifested by him if this becomes clear then fasting has many wisdoms to it which entailed it being one of the pillars of Islam so therefore fasting the greatest wisdom of fasting is testing the compliance the truthful compliance and submission to Allah this is the greatest wisdom of fasting it is al-ibtila it is testing for the purity of intention and yielding and compliance this is the greatest wisdom behind fasting so it is a worship to Allah the slave draws nearer to Allah by fasting by abandoning what is beloved to him by abandoning, relinquishing what his self desires, 
from food, drinks, nikah, lawful sexual relations, and through that, the truthfulness of his faith and perfection of his ubudiyah to Allah and the strength of his love to him and hoping in him is extracted and manifested. Why? Because man does not leave something beloved to him except for that which is greater to him. And when the believer knows the pleasure of Allah in his fasting by relinquishing his desires his desires, he's inclined, naturally inclined on them but he puts and gives precedence to what is requested from him by his Lord over the inclination of his desires then he takes the first path the path of yielding, submission and puts it over that path of desire and inclination and that's why you see many believers if one of them is to be beaten or jailed so that he breaks the fasting of one day of Ramadan without an excuse he would not and this is the wisdom as I said is the greatest wisdom <coughs> of fasting and from the wisdoms of fasting is that it is a cause for taqwa attaining taqwa 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 meaning doing what Allah wants and abstaining from what Allah forbids this is taqwa this is piety as Allah stated in the previous verse mentioned 2.183 يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الصِّيَامُ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Oh, you believe observing fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you that you may become from the pious. The fasting person, the believer, is commanded to do the acts of worship and to abstain from the sins. As the Prophet said, مَن لَمْ يَدَعْ قَوْلَ الزُّورِ وَالْعَمَلَ بِهِ وَالْجَهْلَ فَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ حَاجَةٌ فِي أَنْ يَدَعَ طَعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ In the hadith reported by Al-Bukhari. The Prophet said, Whoever does not abandon false speech and acting upon it, Allah cares not about his leaving of eating and drinking. And Allah has no need for that he should abandon his food and drink. And if the individual is fasting and whenever he 
makes the determination to do a sin or an act of disobedience. He remembers that he is fasting and therefore he refrains. And that's why the Prophet commanded the fasting believer to say to the one who insults him or slanders him to say I'm I am a fasting person and this is alerting him that you are commanded to refrain not to return the insult not to insult neither initiate nor respond from the wisdoms of fasting is that the heart becomes vacant to be occupied with contemplation and remembrance why? because taking from the desires during the normal days necessitates heedlessness and it may be that the heart becomes hard and blinded from the truth and that's why the Prophet directed us to lighten the taking of food and drinks when he said the son of Adam did not feel anything more evil of a vessel than his abdomen بحسب ابن آدم لقيمات أو لقيمات يقمنا صلبه sufficient for the son of Adam some لقيمات bites to strengthen his backbone فإن كان لا محالة فثلث لطعامه وثلث لشرابه وثلث لنفسه But in case it is not to be avoided, then one-third for his food, one-third for his drink, and one-third for his breath. Reported by Ahmed and Al-Nasai and Ibn Majah and Al-Tirmidhi. And Al-Tirmidhi, rahimahullah, said this hadith is hasan and sahih, good and authentic. And also Al-Hakim authenticated it. from the reward or from the wisdom of fasting is that the fasting breaks the self's haughtiness and limits its inclination towards false pride so that it yields to the truth and becomes soft and kind towards the people.
and from the wisdoms of fasting is that it has a special reward not limited by a particular limit as the Prophet ﷺ related that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says كل عمل ابن آدم فإنه له all the acts of the son of Adam is his except fasting and it is for me and I reward for it and that's why some of the scholars rahimahumullah mentioned <coughs> that the fasting is the secret between the slave and his lord <coughs> and Allah and that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala particularized it from amongst the rest of actions as fasting is for me وَأَنَا أَجْزِي بِهِ and I will give the reward for it كُلُّ عَمَلِ الْإِنسَانِ all the deeds of Adam's sons are for them except fasting it is for Allah <coughs> and the ulama rahimahumullah the scholars interpreted that <coughs> the righteous deeds other than the fasting if someone does injustice to another person then curtailment or settling accounts may be deducted from the righteous deeds of this individual except for the fasting except for the fasting because Allah said except fasting which is for me and I will give the reward for it from the wisdoms of fasting <coughs> is that fasting involves all kinds of patience patience regarding the obedience to Allah whereby the Muslim makes himself patient on this worship and makes it a binding on the self and from also the patience regarding the sin the fasting believer withholds himself from that which Allah has forbidden like all that which breaks the fast and the sexual relations, the lawful sexual relations etc and the third type of fasting involved or included in the, the, and the third kind of patience included in the fasting is fasting concerning <coughs> the painful pre-decrees. Hunger. Thirst. Heat. Difficulty. Why we say that these are painful? Because the pre-decrees are two types. That which fits the self and the self suits the self and the self is pleased with. But that which may not be suiting to the self, 
the self dislikes and from that which the self dislikes is hunger, thirst, hardship and the reward for the patients and these three types which fasting comprises is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in Surah Al-Zumar Allah ta'ala innama yuwaffa sabiruna ajrahum bighayri hisab 39.10 Now, only those who are patient shall receive their rewards in full without reckoning. From the wisdoms of fasting is that fasting restricts the path of blood. The paths of blood because of thirst hunger. So therefore, the paths of shaitan becomes restricted in the body. That is, shaitan flows in the son of Adam, in the path of a flow of blood, as affirmed in the Sahihain from Rasulullah So, by fasting, the whispers of shaitan are restricted and subside and the the agitation of desire and anger also is broken and as the Prophet ﷺ directed the youth Ya Ma'ashar al-Shabab O youth, whoever of you is able to get married then let him get married because it is more protective for his private part and also for his, for his sight and whoever is unable then let him fast for it is a protection to him protection against the desire and breaking its intensity when Ramadan comes the doors of paradise are opened, as the Prophet ﷺ said, and the doors of hell are closed, and the shayateen are chained. So sins will become less. And from the wisdoms of fasting, is that the rich comes to know the magnitude and realize the magnitude of Allah's favor upon him. Allah gave him the food and the drinks and the lawful sexual relations. Others from the creation, many don't have that. So he praises Allah for this favor and shows gratitude to him on this ease and remembers his poor brother who may sleep on an empty stomach and so he gives from the charity with generosity to meet his needs, his brother's needs 
And that's why the Prophet ﷺ was the most generous of people. And he was most generous at most. In Ramadan, when Jibreel comes to go over with him on the Quran. So fasting is a test. Refraining from what is beloved. And this is hard. This is hard. A person withholds himself from or against the three desires. And these are the greatest. The desire to eat towards food. The desire towards drinks. The desire towards intercourse. He refrains from dawn time, daybreak, till sunset, during the days where he works. The day. It's not during the night. The night is rest, time to sleep from after Salat al-Isha, performing Salat al-Isha all the way till daybreak. It was ordained during the day, the time when the person needs to do and work. And when he works, he needs food and drinks. So the testing came during this time because the compliance in it is more truthful. The person relinquishes his desires for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal. To the extent if he is beaten to eat one date or to drink one sip of water during the day of fasting, he would not do that. Even if he is alone and no one to see him except Allah, he would not do that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the verse we studied earlier in Surah Al-Baqarah stated that شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن in 2185 the month of Ramadan in which was revealed the Quran it is as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specialized this month in terms of fasting because in it the Quran was revealed and revealing the Quran to this ummah is the greatest favor is greater by Allah than sending the rain and ripening the fruits because the ummah cannot be established except by the Quran and this is the angle as to why it was special to Ramadan. The scholars have mentioned many reasons as to why Ramadan is called Ramadan. And from that is that when 
when the Arabs first specified the months, the names from the ancient language, they named them according to the season in which they fell. And in the case with respect to the month, to this, and in this case, with respect to this month, it agreed with the vehement heat which heat which is called Ramba and that's why it's called Ramadan and this is the best of sayings amongst the ulama some of them said on the other hand that it is something not adducible not explainable it is a name agreed to be called Ramadan came to be known Ramadan just like Chaban is called Chaban